to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. And we're also streaming live video on Facebook and YouTube. Just go to your Facebook page, look us up, or hit see first and see and hear all the great programs we have here on WNHHLP. And of course, Cannabis Corner is also streaming live on Greenhaven Media Facebook page and Pro Cannabis Pro Cannabis Media. All right. Welcome. It is Monday. December the 11th, 2023, two weeks until Christmas. Welcome to Cannabis Corner. I am your host, Joe Lachance, and I am joined here today by classic Kristen, the classic one, Kristen (laughs) Souza. Uh, And we are waiting the arrival of Uncle Lou. I'm sure he is taking care of business right now, and I can't fault him for that. But anyway... Kristen, how are you today? I am good. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very well. Uh, you know, I had a decent weekend, kind of quiet. Went and visited my friends over at the Can of Warriors in Hamden there. Very and nice. it's always great to see the good people over there, you know, uh, discuss you know, what's happening in the industry and what's happening in the community and always planning and plotting for what's coming up. And, you know, I've been going through kind of a, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you'd call it a personal crisis, but maybe it's an identity crisis. Uh, I'm trying to figure out now, since I've come back from my little sabbatical, where do I fit in? to the cannabis industry and the community at this point. Because, you know, after being away for a while and after being in the trenches for so many years, like seven years, I've decided that basically I really don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to go up to Hartford and talk to those people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't. You know, I don't mind testifying as long as it's virtual, but I, you know, I just don't want to be in the trenches anymore. And I see myself more as a teacher, mentor, consultant, strategist type of person. Yeah. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out where that fits in right now in the current climate of things. But I know I have a lot of knowledge and I know I have a lot of wisdom and intelligence to share 
Uh, and I'm just trying to figure out the right places to share it. <laughs> no, and we've talked about that. And I mean, always I this show, of course. Yeah, no, you're not. No. I mean, a hundred percent. And it's it's interesting to, like you said, like find where you feel like you fit in and where you want to add the value that you definitely have. And and Connecticut's funky right now, so it's. I think that well, makes that's it why I think it's a good time to be here because it is funky right now, and I know I could be a big help. But I also don't want to be that top guy like I was before, you know, the big leader of running this organization and doing that. I really don't want to be that. I'd rather just be an advisor, you know, yep. somebody who is on the on the sidelines. You know, obviously, I obviously love to go out in public and talk about the plant. Speaking of that, I will be on Chaz and AJ tomorrow morning. Oh, excellent time yet. But we're going to be talking about the party, which we're going to get to in a minute. Fantastic. Uh, we're going to be talking about the big holiday party, but we're also going to be talking about, and, and the reason I brought this up is because I want to segue into this, but we're going to be talking about um, mushrooms and the, the push to decriminalize psilocybin, mm -hmm. this legislative session. I don't know if you saw, but there was a big article in The Current this morning, mostly quotes from two different legislators, Steve Staffstrom, who is for decriminalization, and of course, Vincent Candeloria, who is the perennial nemesis of anything <laughs> having to do with drugs against decriminalization. Shocker. Now, we're not talking full legalization here. You know, we're not talking peddling it on the streets. We're not talking about a retail recreational program. All we're talking about is not people not getting arrested anymore. For possessing small amounts of mushrooms. That's right. it. We're just starting with baby steps, just like with weed. This Thanks is how medical. weed started. Started with decrim, even before medical. <clears throat> um, and so I think I've kind of decided that I want to put my focus on psilocybin. <laughs> this, I, I think I want to get behind this in a strong way. Um, you know, as far as what cannabis, that there are a few things I would like to see changed about what's happening, you know, about the legislation. I would like to see outdoor grow. I would like to see consumption lounges. Mm -hmm. I would like to see full legalization, meaning that no matter, even if you get caught growing too many plants, even if you get caught possessing too much over the limit, over the legal, whatever re restrictions are, that you're still only going to get fined. Mm -hmm. You're not going to go to jail. You're going to pay a fine and maybe they, they get you on tax exemption or something like that. But you're not. this cannot be a jailable offense anymore. You know, unless you're actually caught in the act of smuggling and bootlegging and that kind of stuff. But if you just get caught growing too many plants, well, you know, it's a fine. Or if you just get caught with too much weed, it's a fine. You know, 100%. it's a fine and it's got to be that way. When I see these stories about people getting jailed still, still. even though it's quote unquote legal, it's got to be stopped. So those are some of the things I'd like to see changed. I know for a fact they're not going to change the CBD. The only way you're going to be able to do that is with legal action. 
you know, a lawsuit or something. And yeah. they're not going to change. They're not even planning on handing out any more licenses. So as far as the lottery process and that whole thing that I was all upset about, that's going to have to wait till next year because this is a short session. So we got to pick our battles. And I like the whole psilocybin thing to get that kicked off. Yeah, no, that, I, I like that too. And, and, you know, as you pointed out, short session and there, you know, there's already articles out there where we've got folks saying that, you know, things are falling through the cracks because there's so much legislation on the table and this, that, and the other that it's, you know, thank you for the explanation, but that's not a great excuse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So anyway, I took up a lot of your corner time, so I'm going to let you go with the event. We were chit-chatting. It's good. Yeah, well, I had to get that off my chest. No. <laughs> I, I mean, you're here, as you should, and I agree. And yeah. as you noted, good segue, because talking about the psilocybin and legislation around decrim on that, there is something on the 14th um, being presented by Aaron Doolittle. So it's hosted by Connecticut for Accessible Psychedelic Medicine, that's going to be at Wholeness House in Hartford. And um, they've kind of dubbed it School of Psychedelics 101. So a nice, nice. kind of 101 level course facilitated by Aaron at Wholeness House talking about what we just kind of blurbed, you know, in a more robust way. So right. it would be really good. Yeah. And I know that is the can of warriors involved in that is so is CAPM for Connecticut for Accessible Psychedelic Medicine who are kind of leading the charge with this whole thing. Uh, and I actually attended their meeting the other night and I think they're on a good path. They got some yeah. good people, good people working there behind it. Um, I do also want to mention, and you'll probably mention this too, about the CCSBA this uh, Thursday too. Um, but um, I don't know if you want to, if you want to take that, but they're going virtual this month. Oh, you know what? I didn't know that. So run with it because I was just going to mention that they were having their meeting on the 14th, um, but I did not know that they were going virtual this month. So yeah, it is to actually sure. put together the board of directors. Oh, excellent. I think they're at the point right now uh, where they need to really structure and get it going. Mm -hmm. um, so if you want to be on the Great. board of directors and be one of the leaders of the uh, CCSBA, that doesn't mean, you know, that you have to be the actual boss, but if you want to, you know, take on a board leadership position, make sure you sign up for that and get the zoom link for Thursday night. It's only an hour long. I believe it doesn't even interfere with the psychedelics. I believe it happens before that. And their meetings, so, you know, you're probably right because I believe that went from what six, probably six to seven, and then the second hour, I believe, it was at seven o'clock. Yeah, so I mean, you could make it, Meriden, you know, you could zoom in right from the place, but I think it's important that we get this organization up and up off the ground again. I don't want to be the boss, I don't want to be the director, but I would like to take a role on the board and to help out. So I definitely will be at that meeting. Uh, and anybody else who's interested should. You would be perfect in that yeah. capacity. So that's, in my opinion, a great fit. All right, yeah. good. And so you too. So. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so that was on the list. And a lot of things we'd been preloading just because we wanted folks to have them as save the dates on their calendar. So just a couple of quick plugs on things. Um, Toys for Tots collection still going on through Can of Warriors and Better Ways. 
You've got the Fired Up Branford and Better Ways collab, uh, Glazed and Confused, where you can select your own pottery. That's on the 14th. Um, and see all month long, there's dinner for a dollar in Hamden. So you can take a look on their website, but you know, at various churches and locations, it's $1 per person, $5 per family as a suggestion, but no one will be turned away. So if, you know, you're looking for a hot meal or, you know, someone else that is, that's a great place to be able to check in and do that. I think we mentioned that previously. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, our Connecticut holiday party that's coming up this weekend. Tickets are still on sale for that. And that is in Hartford on the 16th. Yeah, I want to mention that we will be there. We will have a table there and we will be conducting interviews with people. We decided not to go live, but we will be conducting interviews uh, with various people, various uh, members of the cannabis community, leaders in the community. And then we'll be showing them live on air on the 18th because it's a slow week. <laughs> uh, it's the last week we're going to be on the air yes. uh, before the new year. Um, we're taking two weeks off because the holidays fall right on Mondays. So uh, that we're going to show them on air after, uh, you know, next week after the party. But I'm looking forward to it. Should be a good time. A lot of raffle prizes. They're still looking for sponsors. If you're interested in sponsoring, con contact Connecticut. They got a lot of great gear. We had them on the air last week. We talked about the Jacket Club. A lot of cool stuff going on with them. I think they're one of the bigger up-and-coming organizations in Connecticut. And they're going to be big players. And I'm, I'm very uh, honored to be working, you know, uh, in conjunction with them, with this event, but, you know, a few others, too. Exactly. So shout out to Connecticut uh, for putting on this party. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. Now, they're a great group of guys, and they're a lot of fun to work with. They put on a good event, and it's always... Um, they do a very impressive job of pulling together people from, you know, all kind of points of the community, which makes it right. just a really fun kind of meshing yeah. of human beings. Yeah, so it should be a good time. Going to be a comedy show there, something different. So we can all laugh and have a good time, you know, smoke out. Consumption is allowed <laughs> right inside the place, so we can have a great time. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. I think so, too. All right. So, uh, and I do believe our friends at Still River Wellness are doing a party on Sunday night. Yes, they are. And we had them, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, they were with us, and they're doing a nice, it's a free holiday party. It's up there at a brewery in Tolland. Uh, you can find out about that. That is posted up on my Facebook page, and I will post that later on the Cannabis Corner page. I know I'm jumping a little late, but as I was scrolling the Instagram, I saw that Butter was doing something as well coming up. Yep, Butter, I think, is doing a holiday with Blazing Jay. I want to give him a shout out. Yeah, uh, and a couple cool. of other vendors, obviously not, you know, uh, more like nope, a, it's a, like a local art show. I think very similar to what uh, some of the other dispensaries have been doing to kind of focus local artists, uh, right? Craft artists and things like that to showcase to their to their clientele or something, you know? Yeah, no, and yeah, and, and like I said, it's it's more like uh, paraphernalia and things like that. Yeah, you know, get a, get yourself some nice. Uh, I think one of the there's a wood burning, a wood turning gentleman making pipes, and 
different type of items. So I thought that was pretty cool. Handmade wood accessories for the cannabis. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's the guy. What's the guy's name? Yeah. Oh my God. I can't remember. Bearded Wood is the company. I'm drawing there a blank on his name. Yeah. Bearded yeah. Wood on Sorry. Instagram. And then Blazing Jays, you know, he was there. He, he'll he be there with uh, glass, you know, a lot of his cool glass things that he has. Uh, so for those who don't know, that is Jay, uh, Jeff from Blazing Vibes. But anyway, Uncle Lou, thank you for joining us. How are you? I'm, do I'm doing quite well there, sir. You know, just kind of pushing forward and doing the thing and. You know, just trying to be a grown-up, I guess. <laughs> How was your weekend? Uh, it was actually all right. It was an interesting week weekend. I um, It was a hemp and cannabis-filled last five days, so I can't can't be too... That's too, right. Me, you were me, on, uh, on the road. I was on the road. I was on the road. I'm actually... Give me 30 seconds if anybody's cool. This is my absolutely wonderful daughter oh hi finally so, we met your son i think we had you on the air once before actually in studio you're a little younger oh yeah. how are you doing today you got the day off from school yes you know she, she uh her and her brother stopped by for a little while to just kind of little lunch hang out with going. dad for a little bit yeah and now the you know their mother's gonna go take them for a little bit and i'm gonna do the radio show and we'll keep going from there Wow, well, thank you. Oh, wow, you looking forward to Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bet you are. <laughs> Great, man. <laughs> Great. All right, so give me 30 seconds, and I'll be right back to explain the whole thing. I'm super excited. Yeah, I want to hear about your trip. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> oh, that's the beauty, you know, family and uh, and business. You know, that's so great to me. Like those are honestly it's, some of my favorite things when you watch like those CNN article or you know video of like when they're streaming live you got like the news anchor and all of a sudden like the little kid comes around or like their dog is popped up I'm like those end up yeah there. that's great that's what it's, <laughs> it's about real. that's live radio and so I you see know. your back Lou it was it was actually a great week I can't be mad about it and a, a huge shout out to um to the to to everybody who was part of it so. This week, I got to travel abroad a little bit on the hemp construction, manufacturing, and biodiesel uh, platforms that I, I work with, as well as on the agricultural side. I was out at the in the U.S. Virgin Islands in the island of St. Croix. Um, so I, I was out the there. Tan. That little, you know, little little island tan going on, and got to spend the week um, planting some hemp as well as meeting with some oil refineries to start up some biodiesel production through hemp seed oil and, you know, setting up the, the initial portions to give back to the communities that are out there. There's a large um, displaced community of, of immigrants because it's the mm -hmm. easternmost access point of U.S. territory. Right. Guam is on the complete opposite end and, the U.S. Virgin Islands is on the other end. Then it just sandwiches into the U.S. mainland and other territories. So there's a large mix of cultures and peoples and um, religions and everything else. There's yeah, very really much cool. So. I got to spend the week with a great Rastafarian community. Um, I was actually gifted an absolutely custom-made beautiful chalice that the gentleman made from oh, a nice. dried coconut and some bamboo. 
uh, got to eat fresh fruit off the trees and off the land that was farmed there that now the hemp is going to start growing out of. We planted some watermelons, okra, fish right from the sea. And um, it was amazing to spend the time with the Rastafarian community down there. And everybody was burning a spliff the entire day. And uh, <laughs> very, very, very uh, ritualistic to the idea of the plant and growing still in the bush and having the idea of it. And I was able to go down with a generous amount of um, concentrate. And we, you know, we showed them how to make it, showed them how to do the press out their flower. You know, you can't really fly with it. So you, you go down and, well, I was able to go down with the knowledge of how to do it. So we spent a lot of time sharing practices and uh, enriching that environment. And now they are definitely doing their heat press method to extract some of that oil out of their plants so that they can rub it on their joint papers to make the split burn longer. So nice. With that, you know, the universe provides. And I definitely stayed inside of a, uh, a tent and a shack on the side of the farm. That was it was very, very, very rural. Uh, accommodations because once again it wasn't vacation it was work and I I got sponsored to go down so it was really awesome to go down and do that um, the chickens and the lizards and the nolies and everybody was living I know right that with baby me. they were living right with me so you know <laughs> um, one thing people don't know and you should know if you do vacation in these islands and you want to experience more of the local way of land um, and not necessarily the city. And this goes on in Puerto Rico, the U.S. Oh, yes, it does. Island, ultimately, there there is no hot water. <laughs> no, no, and there's no cold water either. Right. <laughs> so there's it's no all hot... lukewarm. That's right. So when you shower, you want to shower midday when the sun is the highest, because that's where it, it heats the, the pipes and heats up. the water storage. So you know, you you taking your shower, you work. Right from the crack of dawn, right to the midday, so you can get your shower in, uh, go to the beach, wash off, get, get your shower in afterwards. And, and if you time it wrong, it's cold water. But uh, <laughs> and if you, cold water. And, and a lot of people don't realize the work day there starts a little bit earlier. Oh, like yeah. those people start work at seven, sometimes six. Oh, yeah, six, but they also start. end by like two, right? Because the sun is so freaking hot. Yeah, you can barely stand it. It's really yeah. bad. It's really bad. And that's why, you know, that whole thing they talk about siesta and all that, where the people leave early. That's necessary, bro. You need yeah, to take that break. You're still doing eight hours. Yeah. Seven to two is eight hours. Six to two is eight freaking hours. You're still that's working right. that day. You need to rest. And then, the, so after all of that, which was really cool, got to meet. Some construction professionals who, because hemp is has been added to the U.S. Uh, construction approved yes. construction materials, so it was really nice to get out there and have those conversations and see what's going on. They also have adult use cannabis, so we were able to do some of those things. I'll be going back out in February for the agricultural fair, where we'll be um, supplying seeds to the community, both cannabis seeds because there is a home grow option, as well as hemp seeds. And we'll wow. be doing a lot of that free of charge just to kind of get it out there for everybody and um, allow them to have some new ways of producing and supporting their own things because cannabis and the black market goes for almost $5,000 a pound. 
Wow. So it's, it's uh, you know, these are 20 to $35 ace. Um, I apologize, grams. So it's an expensive thing if you're not growing it your own in that area or dealing with like a Rastafarian from the Rastafarian community who understands the idea of sharing the plant. So we're going to go out there and we'll make sure that people have access to genetics and um, ways to cultivate free of charge, um, basically paid out of our own pockets to make sure that our island brothers and sisters get to do some things as well. That's pretty um, awesome. With that, you get the idea of, you know, the universe shall provide and the universe shall tell you what you're looking to do. Um, Friday night, my flight was canceled uh, due to whatever it was as I landed in Miami for my connecting flight. It was um, the flight was rescheduled for 7 a.m. in the morning. So I went to Terp Basil, Terp Basil. Oh yes, that that event, yeah, yeah. It happened so to be I, on the same night you you the landed. Same, the universe speaks sometimes. So I went out, and I got to spend the evening with some of our local friends and some of my New York and New Jersey friends, and it was really interesting to see the the culture out in Miami as well during an art exhibit because Art Basil is going on. We saw some of our old friends, uh, Medical Extracts. So Tony was down there. Uh, Billy, um, Bobby, Bobby and Nugs. Bailey Nugs. Bobby and yep. Bailey Nugs. Um, Queenie the Canna Critic, which is an education uh, person and a great overall advocate from New York. She works with one of the local dispensaries down in New York. Um, Salty Donuts is a legacy operator. Uh, female legacy operator out of New York as well. And then Visine Queen, who is the brand rep for Miss Grass out of New Jersey. Um, White Boy Kev is another legacy operator in the New York space that was down there. And it's really awesome to see so many of our friends doing their thing all over the country. You know what I mean? Lou, that's awesome. That is freaking awesome because I've always believed that hemp construction is the future. Yeah, using hemp in thing. an industrial way is the future and the way that our planet should be headed. So I think that's great. And I think it's great that small islands like St. Croix and maybe hopefully Puerto Rico someday are taking advantage of this and really realizing how beneficial the plant can be for their island. You know, especially a lot of that, you know, a lot of that now, Joe, is just that access. To availability so we provided our mold uh our mold schematics for free to the agriculturists down there so that they can actually create their own construction materials hemp creep blocks um are being built very easily these days using a mold lime binder which is an ancient technique that the romans used you know similar to roman concrete yep and we now know to the day that roman concrete was self-healing due to the amount of lime binder that that was inside of it as well as they no longer need to import concrete blocks from overseas. So now there's not shipping containers of cement bags or concrete blocks being shipped over. Now it's just a um, line binder, which gets to stretch and be used. So it saves shipping and lowers costs. It really does open an avenue for some sustainable growth on the islands. That's excellent. Now we just got to bring it here. That's, that's all. right. All that's working our towards, next there's, a, there's a new there's a housing development program being done, being built right now in Massachusetts that's being made out of hemp creek. So we're really starting to see it. 
that's what has to happen here. So uh, good. Good, Lou. Well, thank you. You've always been a forerunner, a pioneer. Thank you no, for doing that. No, just trying to do my part, bro. That's all. Seriously. That's all you we ever do. do have, That's all. Yes. We do have today an amazing pioneer and somebody who's really been doing their thing. I think we, I see that we have Kieber now on. She and, is uh, there. I think she's just been waiting for us to uh, yep. finish up so here. There I she is. I would love is. to transition over to that. And if you can do the honor of the awesome uh, intro. All right. I shall. Come on, Joe. So we have with us someone who has been referred to as the marijuana guru in CT by Hot 93.7's Nancy Barrow. Heber Smith Bolton has taken the cannabis industry in Connecticut by force as much as she is one to be reckoned with. As a market leader for Women Grow Connecticut, Heber is old. Oh, I love I her. know. Well, you didn't send me a new one. Let's just go with this, Kibra. <laughs> With us today, right now, oh needs God. no introduction, our good friend and a friend of the show's, Miss Kibra Smith Bolden of the new lit dispensary in New York. Yes. But she is known for a lot more than that. Welcome, Kibra. How are you today, marijuana guru? <laughs> that is so old. Like, Lord <laughs> Jesus. You know and I, you know, y'all know I don't own Can of Health anymore. And so I've been trying to get them to update my uh, what's online or whatever, and I haven't done it yet. So I just have to, like, deal with it and interrupt people rudely. <laughs> That's all but, right. Um, you still are the marijuana guru. And, you know, the thing about you, Kibra, is you have been known for quite a lot of things here in Connecticut. You know, groundbreaking new things. You meant, you know, you brought Women Grow here. Uh, you brought a lot of education, me and you, Lou. We all brought we brought a lot of education down here through Canna Health. You had Canna Health for quite a few years, which was, uh, you know, a great medical marijuana referral. A staple you know, in the industry. Staple in the, the industry. literal trend setting, <laughs> the benchmark for what should have been done. And I'm very excited to have Kiber on today, man. There's always something going on and once again congratulations on all the accolades you have been receiving recently they are very well deserved and you have been working for years to make these things happen and i'm it's only amazing to see that the, the continued celebration of you as we should all continue to celebrate you and it's a pleasure to have you on kira oh well thank you i mean and we we you know did it together i i i had a um I couldn't have done half of the things that we accomplished if we didn't do it together. So, yeah, I remember the day one when you walked right? in the door. Right? I was like, you're in Connecticut. What? <laughs> I oh, my God. Yeah. You know, so, but, yes. But, but pleasure to be here. Thank you. I kind of knew from the start when I first met you that you were going to go places. Uh, because there was you know, no choice about it. She was making sure she was. That was yeah, and that was the thing. You know, it was not an easy thing to be coming up every week from Connecticut, sit in a classroom for six hours. You know, because Keeper did the Saturday thing, and it, it's it's a grind. And and the fact that she did that, completed the course, you know, and then took the knowledge back to Connecticut, and like almost right away, started Canna Health. Like almost immediately to graduate, but that's how you got to do it, you know. Yeah. 
I mean, it was like, so being that I'm a registered nurse, well, first of all, I give all glory and honor to God because I'm not that smart. I'm not that strategic. I can't think of things. But I definitely know that um, I am a woman of faith and I pray and just ask God to lead and guide. And and luckily he, you know, has blessed me to be on this path. But, you know, like I really, being a nurse, like one of the first things I saw was a care gap. I'm like, now that I have this knowledge, now I learn about cannabis as medicine, this is something that's missing from the healthcare community. This is something that's from my community. How can I bring this to the forefront? At the same time, you know, I always tell this story, like I'm learning about the science and the medicine and that was great, but then learning about prohibition and really, you know, kind of putting it all together like that many of the terrors and traumas that I experienced, other people from my community experienced was because of a five-dollar bag of weed that now I just found out is totally good for you and was prohibited for like no good reason at all, other than to criminalize people. And this has all been a trick. You know, it was just like you know I want quickly. You know, like I wanted to move quickly to make sure that you know, number one, you got access. Um, that my community got access. Number two, like that my community knew what was going on. You know, and that they're about to legalize. And figure out how that could be. Sorry about that. I, th- I had my phone on DD. Uh, figured out. Figure out how how I could be an agent and make sure that we were made aware. Because I, you know, the medical. Once I once I started studying this, I'm like, wow. So we have a medical program here that like nobody knew. Like I never saw a PSA about how to apply for the medical program. You know, I never saw. So like I'm like we have a whole we, they're starting an industry here and we're already being left behind. How do we how do I how can I be an agent to at least you know find this information out, get this information back to the community? And so it was like a right now thing. I didn't, I had to move quick. <laughs> like the minute I found out, I was like, okay, execute. Yeah. And God is good. I was able, I, I was, I got in front of the right people. I always say Beth Waterfall was my first, um, my original mentor in Massachusetts right. and kind of took me under her wing. And then I got connected with the New York Women Grow folks. And um, and that's kind of how I, I met Lou because um, you know, I had a connection with Women Grow. And and then that just kind of developed into the relationship where I really think we did some really innovative things um, with cannabis. Like I was just thinking about the Connecticut Science Center. When yes. We had the- yes. And, you know, different things that we've done together. We to broke really- just this radio show broke around the three of us when we started. Yes. There was there and there still isn't any cannabis show that's over the airwaves. You so know, this yeah. was groundbreaking. And I'll take that one one time. So. Ebra was so I I have to go see a PO uh, and everybody knows this stuff it is what it is uh, I was formerly incarcerated for cannabis and so now that was one thing that I always loved seeing at least when I had to go see my PO was that I would see something that was actually put up by one of Kiber's companies there was always a direct access to the individuals that nobody else ever reached out to and that was one of the amazing things that i that i have to say right from the very beginning there was either a kind of help thing 
or anything that had to do with cannabis. And it was presented by by you. And it was absolutely amazing to actually walk into places that most people forget about the individuals that are going through the state, uh, you know, process and the different walks of life other than, uh, you know, the straight and narrow sometimes. So it was a, it was always a warm, a warm feeling in a very cold place. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And you got heavily involved in that campaign besides the medical marijuana part. The uh, the whole, uh, you know, helping people getting their records expunged. You, you mm-hmm. ran a lot of workshops about that, you know, showing yes. people that, you know, there is a way, even though you may be a convicted felon, you know, you do a lot of work within the community, helping people uh, get their lives back in order together. And now as an employer, you even have another chance, you know, you even have a bigger chance to actually hire some of these people. So like, let's hear yes. about what you have going on now, Kibra. Please. Yes. This is this is super exciting. Yes, uh, uh, you got I'm... a building. You got to tell us where <laughs> yeah. and what's happening. Yes. So um, I so well. Let me just rewind a little bit. Um, the last few years have been quite challenging. Um, mm-hmm. forever forever has been challenging. Okay, but you know, um, I lost. Uh, I ended the relationship with my former backers, had to find new backers, like, and go through a process. Um, And so I'm really happy with the relationships I'm building, the financial relationships that I'm building and the partnerships that I'm creating. And one of them was a real estate partnership. And, um, and that developed into uh, the uh, lit New Haven um, being at 169 East Street. And I'm really excited about the opportunities. You know, at my, I was nervous that I wasn't going to get one of the slots in New Haven, which was pretty uh, set. I was ner- very nervous about that. You know, New Haven is my hometown. I was born and raised here. You know, um, I've always said that my desire was to have a business here to be able to, as you said, like expand my impact, like create more jobs and opportunities, reinvent, like I wanted my tax dollars to specifically go into your to New community. Haven. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, the bill and the hill to be specific <laughs> is what I had in mind, um, you know, and so it, it was a little scary, but luckily, um, you know, I was able to rally and get funding in place and, um, and and get zoning in and so when i when i was doing my uh zoning hearing i basically talked about you know the legacy that new haven and what new haven has meant to myself my family um talked about my grandparents who all migrated from the south to the north for opportunity here and really built lives and 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 raised their families and um planted themselves here and and some of the things that if they hadn't done that you know i wouldn't be who i am today where i am today right. you know so and I'm your really grandma proud. people don't understand your grandma was you know the, the, she was the real you know the real push uh towards studying this because she was like my real live case to see cannabis you know and what it can do um my grandma had suffered an aneurysm and um, she was 88 years old, so she was there, but she was not like uh, she was a healthy 80. She drove, she had a boyfriend, and it just 
was just devastating to see the the, the matriarch of our family, um, you know, unable to walk, unable to really talk, clearly communicate, just um, looking depressed, all those things. We ended up medicating her with cannabis and within such a short amount of time, it was less than a month, um, like she started walking with the walker, she started eating, you know. And I was like, what in the world? I've been a nurse for a long time and I know about weed, but whatever I just gave my grandmother just did something miraculous, you know, and <laughs> I was just, you know, and so, so that's really how it all began. So I'm super blessed uh, to be on this journey. There are so many exciting things to come, um, but you know, my focus is on rebuild using these funds, using, you know, I'm a little different from Lou in that, like, I'm not necessarily a, a farmer. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I that's that's not that where I come from. I'm, I'm going to have to bring in that expertise uh, into my uh, facilities just to make sure that we are providing good products and, and good medicine to the community. Um, but my my real goal and my desire to be in this industry was just to be able to create these opportunities and to reinvest into the healing and rebuilding of my city and cities across Connecticut. And hopefully, you know, God will bless me to be able to do this in other places as well. You know, like we could take New Haven and duplicate it a kabillion times across the country with the same traumas, the same hurts, the same needs. And, you know, I think it's going to take someone from our community to actually be the the force to heal it. Right. You know, it's going to yeah. be our own funds, our own money, our own plan to really get that done. Right. I think that's great, Keeper. And I do want to just reiterate what you said right earlier in the conversation. You did end your previous uh, financial uh, partnership. So... People, you know, need to know that. And, you know, I'm proud of you. <laughs> and I'm really happy to see that you got the space. How are you doing? I know you're looking for designers right now. So you're just in the beginning stages. Yeah, like, you know, that it's so interesting. Like so many things have happened, like along this journey that have like appeared to be setbacks. And I think they were just like mm -hmm. to allow me to uh see some things I needed to see and then reset. So I'm thankful for those. Um, but yes, because of the fact that I had to like change up some things in the last few months, you know, it was a, it was a delay. Um, and so we're just really getting started, but I'm happy because I think we'll still be pretty much on par with, you know, the other social equity licensees that'll be opening next year and I really be able to bring an experience that will be like none other um yeah. and and around the state of Connecticut as we open up other lit dispensaries throughout the state yeah let's get lit right yes <laughs> <laughs> and that, that is actually my Instagram so if you I know following <laughs> us it's uh at let's get lit Connecticut or CT <laughs> So you just recently, I saw, received a nice award, a couple of different awards. Uh, one is from the Connecticut Chamber of Cannabis Commerce, whatever they called. And then the other one um, was for a business organization, if, if I'm remembering correctly, right? 
It was the NAACP, Connecticut NAACP's Million Jobs campaign. That's it. That's the one. Yes. I was really kind of surprised about that. You know, like I, I've been doing a lot of work um, in violence prevention and been working with the organization called Connecticut Violence Intervention um, and Prevention. And we and I'm one of the interventionists and preventionists and um you know, so I go and meet at the building. And so they just so happen to be doing these great, it's like a week long program where um, people who are formerly incarcerated come in and get trained to, you know, um, for job readiness, they get taught how to, you know, do an interview. And, you know, on Monday, someone will come in and not be able to really express themselves well fumble over the hard questions, you know, but by Thursday, they're able to do a mock interview with perfection. So they're really doing good work and getting people good employment. And so I just volunteer as one of the, uh, the mock interviewers and kind of help with that program. But my larger work is really surrounded around just wanting to end the violence in New Haven. Like, I don't want another person to get shot and killed. I don't want another person to shoot and kill themselves. Like, I really want us to find a way to work to heal our communities, to really get the mental health to our communities that we need. And the only way I can think of doing that is creating businesses, you know, making money so that I can actually be you know we it's going to take our own money like we can't wait for the government who has no. set up all these oppression you know our our oppressor to save us is not going to happen so no. we have to save ourselves and so you know i'm 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 doing multiple things i'm making sure that i'm letting my community know that no matter how busy i get no matter what i'm going on like my community is important to me youth the youth are important to me, you know, and so I'm making sure that I'm present and available for whatever is needed. Yeah. And you certainly have been, you know, honestly, every accolade you get, you certainly deserve Kibra. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have definitely you. been a, a guiding force for your community and for the cannabis community in general, you know, <laughs> and I'm very excited to see how lit goes. Yeah, I want to say, you know, I do feel like there's been like a disconnect with the cannabis community to an extent, at least from my perspective, mm-hmm. you know, I would definitely like to um, like to see if there's ways to like get back to that. I miss that. That was, you know, really important to me and a very important part of my life. You know, I felt like like as a community, we didn't afford each other grace. You know, and, it's, and right. I, I didn't feel like a lot of grace was afforded to me, but I thought that who I had been as a person and who I had been in the community would speak for itself. And I think, you know, sometimes make choices based on on uh, what someone will say they'll do or whatever. And then when they show that that's not what they're going to do, you make another choice. But, you know, if you know somebody is has a good heart and is coming from a good place, like before you judge, I think grace yeah. should be a. Friend. So I agree. I just like kind of reconnect and you know let let the remind the community to know that like yes I as much as I do in my neighborhood community my cannabis community is very important to me too and there's still things that we need to do to push that forward in a, in the legislature etc and we can only get it done if we work together.
And, and you yeah, know, Kieber, right. th that's true. And I talked about this at the beginning, you know, coming back after my little sabbatical there. That's one thing that I'm really pushing for is this is how we got it done. Unity in the community. This is how we got it done. And we have to continue that, you know, and, 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 you know, I see it happens in a lot of places where the, you know, the community kind of gets splintered after legalization, but now I see it changing and coming back together because people are finally realizing that, yeah, we got it done. But we still have a long way to go. And we we have to do it together. It's all about the common good. And, you know, I think now the climate has changed a little bit and it's starting to get a little bit better. A lot of fences have been mended. So, Kiber, yeah, I want to see you back in action. too. <laughs> I think come to the party on Saturday night. <laughs> party? OK, well, you got to give me details. Are we singing I karaoke? Will our song together <laughs> we sure all will for it. all for it yeah we got uh, yeah, a more stuff big thing like and that. You, you made a great point and because it, from the very beginning we've all been yelling that it wasn't done the way that we were hoping for it to be done but um you got to be in the ball game to actually to play the game you know what i mean so yeah. it's really exciting and i think a lot of people have really come around to seeing that and it's a it's going to be an amazing thing i'm very excited to shop at lit i'm very mm. excited to be able to carry lit products. I'm very excited for everything that's coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's an absolute honor to call you a friend. It really is. And I'm telling you, you hit it on the head when, when <laughs> you hit it on the head, when you said that everybody had a lot of disconnects and everything I've, I've been hiding in my office and that's not a hidden <laughs> thing from anybody. Everybody <laughs> knows I got my own. It's safer. It's safer. It's safer. <laughs> I don't think people realize how competitive it is out there, but not only the fact you have to deal with, let's say, call them haters, but you have to deal with the freaking state, and that is I enough think, of a. Freaking I think everybody's. Everything. Everybody's got a right to their opinion, and there's no reason to. And Gieber, I know you agree with this. We've had these conversations. Everybody has an opinion, and that's their God-given right to have. So they can do their thing, and it's up to when people want to open their hearts and. See what it really is and then truly see where the the battles are because this licensing process is not an easy one. Eber can tell you that it is it is you've gone through hoops, mountains, valleys, rings of hoops of fire. And it is a it's been a tough, it's been a battle. And panties on. <laughs> I mean I got to imagine both of you guys, I hear Lou's stories and you probably got the same kind of stories of the state and they're, they're just, I, you know, I hate keep calling them out, but they're ineptness, you know, they're, they just don't know what the hell they're doing. And they, they just, it's almost like they want to make it hard. So There's I got to give yeah. you guys both credit, you know, being an activist. Is trying. We'll give, you know, I'll give Jenny Ray her, her kudos where she is. And she's trying, you know, there's there's people that are trying, there's people that aren't, but there's such a mixed bag still. And it's, um, you know, it's it's just one foot in front of the other, in all honesty. That's all you can realistically do. One foot in front of the other. Yeah. I always say, saying the same thing, like my theme this year has been grace. Like, you know, the state is learning. This is a new program. DCP is learning. Social Equity Council, Lord Jesus, God help them. 
They try to learn and know too, you know, we, I've never owned a cannabis retail dispensary or a cultivation before, like I'm learning, you know, and so I think the problem is that we're not giving each other the grace, like, you know, mm. we should be together in concert, like all the time, like there's a problem, okay, how is this a problem? Is it going to affect all these other people? I mean, is it going to affect other licensees? Okay, well, how are we going to eliminate that problem? Like, what regulations could be put in place? What do we have to work on on the legislature to fix this? You know, instead of, you know, people just putting their ten toes down, like, oh, well, this is the rule, and this is what we're saying. No, the rule makes absolutely no sense. And since we're all trying to figure it out, why not try to work together to get it done? But Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's the same old story you know it's it's like uh beating it with a hammer but you know eventually it might crack <laughs> yeah i mean I, I i will say like i've always i've never encountered anyone from the state from the social equity um uh, uh executive division or on the council who has not given me their ear not you know seem to be listening and trying to come up with actionable ways to address issues you know and so i i mean i feel like they're open to possibilities you know and, and so i think sometimes like you said we just got to keep on knocking till we yeah till the door opens <laughs> right exactly you know we, we can't stop knocking that's nope, nope. <laughs> that's until our fingers bleed and half of us are but right yeah but yeah, anyway, we only got a couple minutes left. I want you to give out all your social media, how people can find out updates about Lit or any of the other projects you're working on. Um, So right now I am looking for interior designer. Um, So, and I'm like, I got to make a decision by this week. So if anyone is interested in sending a proposal, you can do so at Kibra at Noir in vert.com n-o-i-r-e-n-v-e-r-t-e and you can follow i need some followers because i just started the instagram page so let's get lit connecticut on instagram follow me and i will stay connected and keep you up to date as we continue to make progress on our new spot it's always exciting to see you kibra always great to talk to you and i want to just put this out there right now anything you need Please do not hesitate to call. I am here and I am ready to help my friends. And that's really why oh, I'm here. And I tell you. Lou the same thing. I'm here to help my friends, you know, and I'm here I, to help the community. And that's you know, what I'm it comes you. out. You know that I'm going to call you because I have yes. an education program I need your help with. So, yes, we will be talking. So, yes, I love you. I appreciate you. Couldn't have done it without you. So. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Kibra. And thank you for everything you do. We all appreciate it here on the show. And I know the people in the community do because we wouldn't be here without you. You know, honestly, we wouldn't be here without all of us. Right. I all see right. Harry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi to Harry. <laughs> Bye, Harry. All right. Bye -bye. Thank you, Kibra, for coming on. I'm getting the word that it's time to go. Kristen, you got any last words for us? I do not. Great show. Nice to see everyone. Keep it awesome as always. All right. And you can follow Kristen at Classic Kristen. 
and Sugar Leaf Boutique. And we will see you all at the party this weekend. Uncle Lou, your famous last words. Just stay happy, healthy, and high, my friends. See you all at right. the party. We'll see you at the party this weekend on the 16th. That is up in Hartford. You can go to Connecticut.com to find out more information about that. You can follow me at Joe the Weed Guy on all social media, at Greenhaven Media, and at Cannabis Corner Radio. It's been a pleasure today, and we'll see you this weekend at the great Connecticut party. Thank you all so much for joining us, and happy Before I got high, come on, y'all. Check it out. Uh, I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. Uh, uh, I'm taking it next semester 